0: everybody, and welcome to episode two of The Big Deal. This is our third time recording. (laughs) Take three. We recorded first. We literally were sitting here recording for like 16 minutes, I think it was, and then, actually, it was more than 16 minutes. It was probably closer to 20, actually, but that makes me kind of sad now, so I'm gonna not think about that. (laughs) And we had, like, literally the whole podcast recorded, and then I looked down, and I realized that it wasn't, like, it was recording, but it wasn't picking up our sound the whole time. So, take three.
1: Yep. And... I am on my second coffee of the day, so I'm shaking in my seat. Riley is battling a cold, and in the first episode, we both could not get our thoughts across. So if that prefaces this podcast, I hope you continue to listen. Sorry if this is a struggle. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to start by reflecting on the episode one for the third time today, <laughs> but maybe our thoughts will be
0: a little bit more coherent this yes, time.
1: basically Full sentences. We realized that that podcast was a little long, but I feel like we made some good points during it. But from here on out, we're going to try and make our podcasts shorter and- For our maybe own sanity a-
0: as well as yours. Yes.
1: You. Um, but we are still working and learning, so. Uh, disclaimer, we act like we know what we're talking about, but honestly, we're all- we're just figuring it out, too. Yeah,
0: We're- uh, I'm going to try not to sound like I'm, like, trying to teach you guys, because that makes me feel weird. Because I literally have no clue what I'm talking about, and I'm just making stuff up. And honestly, I feel like with the podcast, we kind of just like say our thoughts, and that helps us get our thoughts together. And like,
1: just take everything we say, life advice, with a grain of salt, because obviously, when we look back on this, Fifteen, you know. 15 I'm gonna, look gonna like five years. Five years from now, we're gonna be like. I'm gonna be like, heck? what the heck was I saying? Yeah, like, why am I talking? I like- think
0: that about the first episode already. <laughs> like, what the heck was going through her mind I, when I was editing it? Oh my gosh, this I girl, was like, I, I need to, like, get, revoke your access to it, because she must have listened to it, like, 4,000 times, I kept getting texts where she was like, I'm on another walk, and I'm listening back to the podcast, and I think this and this, and I'm like, I'm so glad you're so
1: dedicated to the editing of this thing, but for your own sake, I think you need to stop. <laughs> it, yeah, it honestly sent me in a spiral of, who, <laughs> who am I, what am I doing, why do I sound oh like this when I talk, all that stuff. But I think that's what makes our podcast so fun, is because it's relatable. Because nobody is an expert at life. Or we think so anyways. (laughs) We think it's relatable. Yeah. Nobody is an expert at life, especially the people our age, so I just think it's fun. But, in the future, we were thinking about letting y'all send in some topic ideas, what you want us to talk about, what you want our opinions on. Nothing controversial, though, but if that interests you, stay tuned on our Instagram and we'll probably post something where y'all can comment some ideas. Yeah, cuz something I really want to happen with the podcast is I really
0: want the you guys as listeners to be as involved in it as we are and like be able to kind of contribute your thoughts as well cuz I don't want it to just feel like an advice column cuz that's not what it is. It's like a place where we can all like It's a conversation. I don't know. Yeah, it's a conversation. It sounds cheesy, but like I want to I want to talk with you guys, you know? So I kind of want to um put something on the story for like the next episodes where you guys can kind of share your thoughts on whatever we're going to be talking about for the week, and then we can kind of like add those into the podcast, and you guys can literally be a part of the conversation.
1: And if y'all think a guest would be fun, you know, let us know. Yeah. Because we're open here. to open to try things. So, to jump right in, this episode we're talking about getting older, the fear of getting older, the future, and how that kind of looks from The eyes of a 17-year-old who's being forced to figure out their whole life in high school. And Riley's finger painting, so... (laughs) So, obviously, we are not the people to take advice on the future.
0: (laughs) I wish we were videoing this. This would be a fun video. Yeah!
1: Oh, and if y'all think we should make, like, a YouTube video... Yeah, like a vlog. I don't know, maybe if we have, like, a... Like a a video version of the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. I was a YouTube girl, I would watch Stanley. I forgot what it was called, but his Mm -hmm. name was Stanley. He was a Minecraft guy, and he would just build stuff. I keep getting Minecraft reels on my um, Instagram, (laughs) and I really like it.
0: It's like Minecraft and Breaking Bad reels, (laughs) and they're so... Oh my gosh, I have never even watched Breaking Bad, but I had no clue how applicable these Breaking Bad scenes could be to Minecraft. And it's making me really want to play Minecraft again. So I think when we're done with this, we need to play around in Minecraft.
1: Okay, me and Mia always play that. Play it on like uh, Thanksgiving morning or something. Oh, that's so fun! It's fun. Well, we'll have to invite you next time. Oh, thanks. <laughs> we can join via Xbox Sweet. Live. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but anyways, on to getting older. <laughs> this conversation was kind of inspired by something that I like to call sort of almost birthday anxiety, and obviously it's not my birthday right now, but. I was kind of just reflecting back on it.
1: Happy birthday, Riley Miller. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Um, I was kind of reflecting back on it and thinking about getting older. And, like, every year on my birthday, I kind of feel like this feeling of, oh, my gosh, another year. Like, I'm, I'm getting closer to being an adult. Like, this is kind of scary. Like, I'm a whole year older. But in reality, like, I'm literally only a day older than I was the day before. And I especially was kind of like, I don't know, I had a lot of fear on my birthday this year. Turning seventeen because for some reason to me, seventeen felt like so much older than sixteen. And it hadn't an, I think it's because it's an odd number, I'm not gonna lie, and sixteen's an even number. Sixteen felt like way younger and I feel like in my sixteenth year of life or whatever, the year that I was sixteen, it's a fancy way to put it. Um, <laughs> I had a really good year and so I was kinda nervous that I would lose all of that when I turned seventeen. And that my life would just like completely flip in the blink of an eye, which obviously that's like not a rational thought, and doesn't really make sense because I'm literally only a day older. And I think that kind of connects back to New Year's as well and what we were saying, where like we mark it as this big start of something new, as the start of a whole big new year, but it's really just another day. Like it's we went from December thirty first to January first.
1: Yeah, I think the that kind of goes with the whole saying of age is just a number. I mean, I but I know what you feel because I feel the same way about 17. I feel like 17 is a big age for experimenting, and I feel like that comes from, like, the movies and what mm. it's told us about being 17 and how 17 is supposed to look. But personally, I don't want my 17 to look like that. And so it's kind of nerve-wracking for me because I'm like, how am I supposed to... Am I supposed to act different now that I'm 17? Because it does feel older. And I think and it kind of applies to the teenagers in general yeah. as well. And the fact that I get to vote next year. I'm so excited to vote. I am too. I am too. But I'm also nervous because I'm like, I take voting very seriously. This is kind of, I don't, this is not political. I mean, it kind of is political, but I take it very seriously. It's and gonna I. Be civil duty. Yes, I think it is a big deal. And so the fact that I'm going to vote next year and I don't have a lot of knowledge about what's going on right now makes me sort of angry with myself because that's my civil duty. Like, I need to know what's going on and I don't know what's going on. But it's kind of one of those things. I guess I'll just figure out when I'm that age. There is a, what is it? I think it's in The Breakfast Club.
0: I, I might be wrong about this, but it's in like some slightly older movie where the kid's talking about how he has a fake ID, and the other kid's like, oh, like, what do you have a fake ID for? And he's like, to vote, of course. And I (laughs) am like... I, okay, is, I think that's the funniest joke ever because I would like that would be literally the only reason I would ever consider getting a fake ID is to vote because I want to vote so bad. I feel like I'm missing out on some <laughs> fundamental life experience by not being able to vote yet.
1: The next time y'all think about getting a fake ID, I love voting is so fun. Th- th- you've never voted before. I know, but like, <laughs> voting, so like, voting, like voting on things in general.
0: <laughs> like, when people put those, like, she little Riley polls on like their story pl- and I get to vote for it, I just like to put my opinion out there, to be honest. She likes honest. to ha- put her two cents in <laughs> <Yeah>. about everything. <laughs> Anyways, with 17 this year, um, I really liked being 16, and I still don't even feel like I'm 17, which is a weird feeling, because the other month, when I was traveling, the guy asked me at um, security, and he was like, oh, how old are you? Oh, wait, no, this wasn't at security. This was when I was getting my snowboard, and he, he asked me when I was, like, trying on my boots, and he was like, oh, how old are you? And I was like... I'm 17. Wait, no, I'm 16. Why did I say that? And then my parents all looked at me, and they were like, what? And I was like, what do you mean? I'm 16. they were like, no, you're not, Riley. And I literally forgot that I was 17 for a minute there. And I don't know. It's just weird to feel like you're not your own age.
1: Yes. No, and I've even talked to my parents about that, and I'm like, do you feel like this age? Do you feel... When you were in your 30s, did you feel like you were 30? Or what does 30 feel? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And... My mom has even said, she's like, I still feel 17. And in a way, that is terrifying to me. I do not... The fact that you don't feel older when you are older is scary because, personally, this is deep. I'm terrified of dying. (laughs) This is very scary. This is... It is a... Like, I am not scared of heights. I am not scared of spiders. I am absolutely terrified of dying. And so the fact that... And I always have this idea in my head that when you get older, you come to terms with death. But the fact that you don't feel like you're older scares me that I won't have that come to term oh. time. And then, like, Grim Reaper will be knocking on my door and I won't be ready. So that absolutely terrifies me. But I don't, know. I don't think I've ever had that fear. So I feel like I can't really say much on that. Because
0: I think I kind of just accept that, like... When, this is morbid, but like when it's my time, it's my time, and there's not really anything I can do about it, you know? Yeah. Like, it's out of my control, so I've just kind of decided not to care about
1: it. But in a way, it's not even like... I'm scared that I'm not living up to my fullest potential, and I'm scared it's going to be too late. I don't know. That's also not even on topic, but that goes along with my fear. <laughs>
0: mm. I think I relate more to that one with, like, the fear of not living up to your full potential. I actually wrote about this in a recent English essay, wow. in case you're wondering. Um, about how, like, I feel like, I don't know, when people ask me, (laughs) no, thank you, actually, I'm not gonna publish my essays, when people, like, are like, what's your biggest fear? I never know what to say, because it feels so silly to say that, like, you're scared of, I don't know, not knowing what to do with your life, but I honestly feel like that's kind of almost my biggest fear, is, I don't know.
1: And I feel like that's Getting into life and not knowing what it is. That's kind of born from, at least for me, when people, when older people... (laughs) when the elders are like oh these are the best years of your life because then I'm under pressure to make them so wonderful and memorable and I feel like if I'm not doing something that's memorable every single second of the day that I'm wasting the quote-unquote best years of my life yeah and I'm gonna look back when I'm 30 and stuck in an office job pounding numbers every single day and I feel like I'm gonna look back and be like oh I should have done this when I was younger and all this stuff and I don't want to have that regret and so I, I put a lot of pressure on myself and that, that's the fear of getting older is regret for me. And I think the best thing honestly that we can
0: do to avoid that regret is to just get out of our heads about this because the more time that we spend thinking about how much like if we're going to regret things or not or about what our future is going to look like the more time that we waste yeah. When we could be just living our lives. And I also think a lot of it is born out of um, the idea of, like, a right, the right way to live your teenage years. Or even just life in general. And people have this idea that if you're not, like, I don't know, going to parties and having fun and doing all this different stuff, that you're wasting your teenage years. But, um, I don't know. I think it kind of just all depends on your mindset. Like, if you're the type of person that likes to, you know, spend your weekends in the house, and reading a book, and sipping a coffee, then I think you, you lived your teenage years to the fullest, that's and me. as long as you were doing something that you enjoyed, I think that's what it's all about. And we have to take comfort in the idea that there's no one way to live your your life, or your teenage years specifically, and it's, it's different from person to person, and you kind of just got to go with the flow.
1: And I totally agree with that. That's been really hard for me to come to terms with because I have this idea of what my teenage years are supposed to look like, and it's completely different from what I actually enjoy. Like, for example... That's interesting. Growing up, in maturing, I've realized I hate sleepovers. I really? hate them. I hate them so much. And so, I've I love the idea, the movie idea of having a sleepover and having a girl party mm-hmm. and eating popcorn and staying up all night, but I... Love mornings at my house. If I do have a sleepover, if you have ever had a sleepover with me, you know I leave at so early in the morning to go home and have coffee at my own Wait, house. so wh- why do you not like them? Is
0: it just because of the know. mornings?
1: Yeah, I, I like the nighttime and, like, all that, but I don't like the mornings because also I'm an early riser and most everybody else I know yeah, wakes up later. Yeah, that bugs me. sleepovers,
0: too. And
1: I'm, like, on my phone for two hours yeah. and then I don't – then I feel like I've wasted my whole morning – also, I always feel really gross after waking up at from like somebody else's house. Really? Yeah, like I wake up and I'm like, I need to take a shower. And so it like... just doesn't make me feel good. And so I I don't know, I like sleepovers where it's like a birthday party, but one on one sleepovers, I don't know. I don't do I don't <laughs> like them anymore because I like doing my own little morning routines. Like my mornings are sacred to me. And so departing from that kind of idea of high school girl sleepover every weekend kind of thing has been hard Mm -hmm. for me to come to terms with, but I feel like I'm happier doing what I want to do. That's good. I feel like I'm like a
0: practical sleepover type of girl. Like, I I love a sleepover, but I also want sleep at a sleepover. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the sleep part of sleepover. Or,
1: like, I don't even mind about the sleep part, but About it being practical, like, I'm more... If we're going to do something the next day, then we can have a sleepover. But if we have no plans for the next day, and Mm. we're, like...
0: Like, I don't want to just sit around the
1: whole day afterwards. And then we, like, wake up and sit on TikTok and don't even talk for, like, the first hour or two of being awake. I feel like that's just, you know... I could get so much done. Or we could even... Like, this hang out the night before.: into us. Yes, and we could hang out the night before and then hang out the next day when we have something to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I don't want to just sit on my phone in your company, kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> But on another topic, where were we? I think <laughs> all right, this is a completely different topic. We're going to go down a different alley now about college and having to figure out our whole life at such a young age. And that's another fear of growing up is because I've talked to adults and they're like, oh, I don't even know what I want to do. You know, I'm still figuring out what I want to do when I get older. And that's absolutely terrifying that they've been working at a job for 30, 25 plus years of their life and they're not satisfied. Mm -hmm. I think we
0: kind of just have to take comfort in the idea that plans change and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, Because like the best example I have is my mom. And it feels weird to say this again because I already went through this whole story once the first time we recorded. But my mom, essentially, she went into college and she majored in engineering. And then she worked in, like, a research lab for the first few years of her career. And eventually she made her way into the medical field and went to PA school. And she now works in the ER. And so, like, her her life now is completely different from what she originally thought it would be. She actually wanted to work in, um, like, sports research, working for, like, a company like Nike or something. Or designing shoes for, like, performance athletes. And it's completely different than what she thought her life would be, but she doesn't regret a minute of it. And I think ultimately every job or career that you have kind of builds up and they all lead you to your eventual life.
1: Yeah. that makes sense? And that, that makes me hopeful because I have no <laughs> idea what I want to do and I get scared that when I go to college I'm going to go for this major and I'm going to you know, get a degree in that major and then I'm going to work in that job and it's just going to be a very straightforward path. Like if you think about it like a bowling alley with the – um, helpers. Uh, what are those called? I have no idea. But do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? The little help bouncy things? Yeah. That's how I feel. Like I can't escape off to a different lane. And oh. If I oh. go in for a certain major, like I have to end with you that major. Locked in. Yeah. So that's why the future is so scary for me right now because I don't know what I want to do. There's a lot of things I'm interested in, but because there's so many tiny jobs and the only thing we're taught about is like big jobs like yeah, that's um, true. accounting. is There's so many like little jobs inside of accounting or being yeah, an engineer. There's so many different types of engineers. So we only learn about, or a nurse, you know, there's so many different types of nurses or types of doctors. And so we only learn about the broader names. And so I feel like I don't have enough information to even make a decision about the future. That is
0: exactly how I feel because I feel like I've kind of started to narrow down what I want to do, which has been so hard for me. Anybody that knows me knows that I literally do like twenty thousand different things, and I take all like all my classes are in different areas, and it's because I I enjoy so many different things, and I don't want to lock myself into like one area sort of, and I finally started to kind of narrow it down that I either want to do business or engineering, and I I kind of know what fields I want to be in, but I feel like I still don't know like the specific jobs in them and so it feels hard for me to make a plan and I think the only thing that you can do to kind of come to terms with that is just know that or trust that it's going to work out and you might not immediately be exactly where you want to be but eventually you'll get there and eventually I don't know eventually everything will come together and it might not even be where you originally planned to be but eventually you'll get somewhere
1: yeah and speaking of college Let's talk about the college jump that I feel like nobody is ever prepared for. You know, you think about yourself in college. You're so excited for college, but the actual packing up your stuff and moving out and leaving your family, leaving your siblings, that for me is, I know it's going to be super hard mm-hmm. and it scares me a little. <laughs> and I think there's a
0: lot of things that people don't tell you about college because they want to make it... um like they want to show you the best parts of it, and I kind of wish we had Savannah here right now because she was talking to me about this the other day, and I think she has some good thoughts on this. Shout out to you.
1: Yeah, maybe we should have her as a guest.
0: <laughs> yeah, for real. If y'all are interested we'll in whole, hearing
1: from Savannah Truesdale, please leave a comment. A whole college
0: episode with Savannah. <laughs> yes. I would love to have you on here, Savannah. Savannah is my favorite. If you're listening. Let's rave about out. Savannah now? No kidding. We're gonna cut this out. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Um, but I think a lot of people show you the best parts about college, which can be a good thing because we want to, you know, highlight the best parts of our life and not dwell on the bad, but also I think it's important to be realistic and know that college is a big change and it's probably going to feel unstable for a while and you're probably not going to be living the life that the movies and that tv show you and you're probably not going to be I don't know maybe you are but most people are probably not going to be going out to parties every weekend when they first get into college and they're just going to be figuring out their lives for a minute and that's okay because it's a big change
1: and I feel like that is what is so scary is because it's a big change and it's uncomfortable but the uncomfortable moments usually when looking back are the best moments because you learn a lot about yourself you learn about a lot about others, you know, so I feel like it's a great learning opportunity. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that's something we were talking about earlier
0: that we forgot to throw back in here, is the experience of college and how people have different perspectives on college and what it's meant to do, because I feel like a lot of times society has led us to believe that college is just something to set you up for the future, and it's just a stepping stone to eventually get to a certain job or a career but I don't know. I feel like in my, in my mind, it's, I still think of it as a learning experience. Like ultimately you're going to college because you want to learn more. And I feel like that can kind of ease some of the fear that you're going to choose the wrong path in college and that you're going to end up with the wrong major.
1: Yeah. When I go to college, I want to learn and get as much knowledge as I can, but I also want to get trained in my specific major. Like Mm -hmm. I want to know about, if I'm going to go in as a communications degree, I, or communications major, I want to be, I want to learn about chemistry and I want to learn about all this physics, whatever. So I can have a more rounded mind But I also want to come out of college being the best communicator, you know? I was waiting for the butt there. I was like, wait, you want to go into (laughs) communications, but you want to learn
0: chemistry and physics? I'm so confused. I want to
1: have, like, a well-rounded education, but I also want to be if. By the time I get to college, I want to get the education that I am paying for. If I'm yeah. going as a canu- communications degree, when I come out of college, when I graduate... You better be a good communicator. Yes, I want to be able to, like, sell something to you on the spot because I am so good at communicating. Is that what communications is? I have no idea. But I don't know what communications I think, is. But I, I, if I got a communications major, degree, I would want to go into sales because I feel like that's where you would... I mean, everybody communicates, but I feel like that's where it's mo- most important. Um, and
0: then an- another thing... <laughs> Another thing I kind of wanted to look at um, is the idea of looking forward versus looking back. And I think we kind of brushed on this earlier, but I kind of forgot to throw it in there when we were talking about how people that are older and wiser than us will be like, oh, these are the best years of your life. And that's that idea of looking back. And I think people are either people that reminisce on the past or that look forward to the future. And I think I'm kind of somebody that looks forward to the future more and like I one of the things with getting older that I struggle with is that I know I have a limited time in each like age bracket like I know I have a limited time in high school and I want to make the most of it but I also can't wait until I have the freedom as an adult to like go and travel where I want to travel and like do the things I want to do and not be tied down to like one high school and in one state
1: I feel like I know what you're saying I I Used to be a looking forward kind of person just like that and that's one of the main reasons or it wasn't one of the main reasons but it's one of the reasons why I quit cheer because I was thinking and I was like I've only played or done one thing my whole high school career and I'm gonna look back and I'm missing the opportunity to try new things and you know, what is cheer going to do for me? I should get more experiences while I'm still young and I can still move. And all of a sudden, like, I need to do something else. And then I did track, and that was an experience. And I tried pole vaulting. And I wasn't the best, but it was a good experience. And But now I find myself being more of a looking back kind of person. Like, I always think about my summer self. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh so much happier. Why am I so much happier then than I am now? What is different now? And it's... So, I always compare myself to the past, and, you know, it's not, it doesn't make me happy, but it's just a bad habit. I think when you put it that way, too, I realized that I do a lot of that, too, especially talking about
0: wishing I was still 16. I think I do a lot of thinking back on, like, my sophomore year when I was 16, and sometimes I'm like, that was, like, my favorite year of high school was sophomore year, and I had so much fun that year, and I'm like, what changed? Like, why what's what's different about my life now, and how can I get back to that? But I don't think that's a good way to look at it, because my life is different now, but that doesn't mean it's worse. It's just different. And I have different priorities now, and I have different experience, but I'm still enjoying it, and I'm still doing things that I love, and I think it's just that the things that I prioritize have changed.
1: Yeah, and I... When you're like, oh, what changed? I think about that constantly, because... It's funny, I envy my elementary school self, because... I didn't care about anything. I was so confident. I wouldn't let anybody step all over me. I said what I thought. She was confident. I had, yes, but now I have the tendency of just like keeping quiet because I don't want somebody to be mad at me or and then that ends up me getting stepped all over and I th- think back to that all the time and I'm like, why am I not like that anymore? That's very interesting to hear too because I think that I am the
0: exact opposite of that. <laughs> And it's kind of funny to think about how our personalities can flip and we yeah. won't even notice it until we reflect on it and look back on it. Because when I was little, I was so shy and I was so quiet. Like even my mom's best friends, it was a running joke that I would never talk to them. I would never say a word to them. And now I, like, I literally speak every single thought that comes to my mind. <laughs> and I feel like I'm constantly sharing my opinion. And I'm way more confident now and independent now than I used to be. So it's kind of just interesting that yeah. both of our personalities have completely flipped.
1: But on talking about looking forward and looking back, I think the most important lesson to take, but it's also easier said than done is to just live in the moment. Mm -hmm. I mean, I am constantly in some trance, especially, you know, I'm always like looking off, you know, when you doze out. And it looks like you're staring at somebody, but you're oh, not. I do yeah, that I'm constantly doing that. I do
0: that especially when I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> if you ever have felt like you're being stared at me and I'm not wearing glasses, that is totally my bad. It's because I'm trying to identify who you are. <laughs> I definitely d- do that at basketball games all the time because I tend to forget my glasses at basketball games. And I don't like contacts because they give me a headache. So then I spend the whole game, like, squinting at people and, like, staring at them, trying to see if I know them. And then I realize that I'm, like, literally staring at them. So sorry if that's ever been you.
1: <laughs> but that's me just like reflecting on life. And then I forget to actually live in the moment. There's this one yeah. quote. I forgot who it's by. It's by some singer. But it says like life is what happens while you're busy making other plans.
0: Mm, I've heard that. I don't but know. I think
1: it's I think that's so yeah. true for everyone. And it's like you're always thinking forward. You're always thinking about, oh, what can I do next? And I think life is just it's more than that.
0: Yeah, I think that's so true because um, I think we spend so much of our time trying to plan for the future and we don't realize that, like, this is the future, sort of, you know? Like, it's it's like what <laughs> Olivia said last time. Like, this is the future. As of As of yesterday, this was the future right here in this moment. And, you know, we're always trying to look forward and we're like, oh, I can't wait for this time when I can finally, you know, go vote. out and when I can finally vote. I can't wait until I can vote. But then when I go out and vote, I'm going to be planning for something else. You know? She's going to be like, oh, where's the next comes? place
1: I can vote? Where's the next election? I can't wait
0: for the next election now. But, like, I think we just need to slow down and recognize that this is the present and it's we have to take advantage of that. It's called the present you know? for a reason. At the end of the day, I think it's just important to kind of be present and be aware and mindful of you know thinking too much about the future and forgetting to live in the moment because I think that's the hardest thing is recognizing when you're getting in your head too much and when you're stressing too much and I almost like trying to live some way that others want you to live because I think that's part of the fear of getting older is that you're not living in the way that others want you to live but really what's most important is that you're doing what you want to do and living how you want to live and like we said if that means sitting on your porch and reading a book on your saturday or your friday night that's that's okay and that's good and i think there's a balance and you have to try your best to find that balance
1: agreed and i've even noticed in my own life doing this when you worry so much about the future um living you know to your fullest potential you forget what's even going on in the moment you'll look back to what was now the past but used to be the present and you're like, I don't even remember what I did. Because you were so busy trying to make it perfect and yeah. trying to make it look like whatever the movies has told you. So, do whatever you want because... That's the theme of all of our episodes. Yeah. Do whatever you
0: want. We said that last yeah. time too. But take everything with a grain of salt. <laughs> yeah, sorry if this was a completely incoherent episode. The thoughts were coming, but not in full sentences, at least for me. But look, look out on the Instagram for some opportunities to join the conversation, I suppose. And I guess we're excited for next week already and excited for what's to come. Let us know if you have any good ideas. I really want to hear if you guys have any ideas for the podcast. Also, if you want to, like, low-key team up with us and be on the podcast, any of you out there, if you have an idea for an episode that you would, like, love to talk about, let us know. Don't be shy, please, because I am... We are always open to, like, new ideas and getting people on here to talk about things.
1: Yeah, and this is a conversation, so... More the merrier. So, thanks for listening to episode two of The Big Deal. Same time next week.